0: Meet trailblazing Egyptian basketballer, Nadine Salawi, who broke records at college in the U.S. and is now preparing for the Red Bull half-court world final back home. This is a long read taken from redbull.com, written by Laura Urutia, read by Anna Myers. Can you do something so well and make it look so natural that people say you could do it with your eyes closed? In the case of Egyptian basketball player Nadine Salawi, that's literally true. And she has the video on Instagram to prove it. It all goes back to her first year playing for University of North Carolina at Greensboro. After missing a crucial shot, Nadine turned up on court at 6 a.m. the next day to make 300 free throws. She kept the same practice schedule for four months, gaining in skill, muscle memory, and confidence, to the point where she broke every scoring record at her school. Now back playing in Egypt for the mighty El Echli, her teammates challenged her to take free throws blindfolded in training. And just for fun, she made 12 out of 15, a percentage not every player manages with their eyes wide open. It's true, I have a really high percentage from the free throw line, she says. Like during the game, if I get 15 free shots, I'm not going to miss one. I get 15 out of 15. So that's why we made the blindfolded video. It just became a sense for me. I do the same thing every time. I always had the thing in me. I know I am one of the best, but I always want to be the best. So I always go the extra mile to do what I can to reach my goal. The story about how she got so good from the free throw line illustrates her refusal to give anything less than full commitment. But there's another side to her that's just as important. And that is her determination to ensure that whatever she achieves, she'll be having fun doing it. And it will be on her own terms. More than anything, it's empowerment that's the key to understanding Nadine. It's the reason she defied cultural expectations and went to the US in the first place at 17. And why she's now back home in Egypt at the age of 24, starring for club and country in the standard version of the sport, as well as in three-on-three. It's in the latter format that you'll likely see her challenging for honors in the Red Bull Half Court World Final, which will take place in Cairo from September 30th to October 1st. The faster and harder the game is, the more Nadine loves it, and the more comfortable she feels, which is why she's so at home playing the frenetic, exhilarating, and wildly unpredictable 3-on-3. But there's another reason 3-on-3 is ideal for her. With no coaching from courtside, the players are totally in control. And that gives her a sense of freedom that only adds to the sheer joy she feels playing the game. Three on three is very quick, fast paced, she explains. It's a lot harder because the clock, it's only 12 seconds. And in the five on five, it's 24 seconds. You have to be super decisive when you have the ball because you don't have a lot of time. The tournament brings the winners from 25 countries together for a world final that will take place in front of one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, the Pyramids of Giza. It's an exciting prospect for players and fans alike. I feel like the three-on-three in Egypt has been a new thing for this past couple of years, she says. So having this huge event, the world final coming into Egypt, is going to bring a lot of attention to young people. So it's going to be really good. It's going to be my first Red Bull half court, and I want to win it. I want to be there and win it outright. We want it to be really cool. It's a really, really, really huge event. So it's going to be amazing. If Nadine Salawi says it's going to be amazing, well, she should know. Put simply, she was born to play the game. Her dad, Mohamed Salawi, represented Egypt in the Olympics in 1984 and was the country's top scorer. Her mom, Iman Badrawi, also played in the national team. And her two older brothers followed their parents onto the court, too. Since she was a little girl, her dad warned her about how tough it would be to make it. But she never felt discouraged, with her father's words sparking a strong desire to be the hardest working player in the sport as well as the best. I remember I was probably like four or five years old and I didn't really know what basketball was, she recalls. I just knew that for my dad, it was a big thing and we watched his team and stuff. One time he received a trophy. I really loved it because it was huge. And I was like, dad, can you give me this? And he was like, where do you think I got this from? I thought it was from the supermarket or something, but he explained that he got it for being MVP of the tournament. Then he took me to the room he has with medals and cups, and he told me, you know, that's all mine. I got it from practice and achievement and tournaments. And I was like, I want to be like him. Literally, that's what motivated me the most. And I told my mom, take me to practice. So it happened naturally that I chose basketball. I loved it. And I decided to play. I saw my dad's videos and films. He talked to us about basketball, his passion for basketball, and my mom as well. That kind of pushed me to say, I want to do this as well. While her dad's basketball attention was focused mainly on her brothers, Nadine kept training hard at El Echli Club in Cairo, under the watchful eye of her mom And by the time she was 13, she told her parents she wanted to go to the United States to study and play ball. That was a bold stance for an Egyptian girl at that time. And while her mom supported her, her dad, at first, refused to accept the idea. It wasn't until Nadine played her first official basketball final in Egypt, in the under-14s category, that her dad watched her play properly. And he was astonished at what he saw. It was then he realized he had to let her follow her dream. He was shocked. Literally, he was like, you can move. He kept telling my mom, like, Nadine is really good. You never told me. She was like, no, I have told you. But he was like, no, but you are really, really good. And you have a really good chance of being a really good player. But the person who truly convinced her not only to go to the U.S., but to do all that she could do to leave a mark, was her brother Ahmed, who also had the opportunity to go abroad, but ultimately decided to stay. She recalls, Back then, when I chose to go to the States, my motivation was my brother, because he had the chance back then to go to the States, and he didn't, and he regretted it. And he was really talking to me about going, like he motivated me so much for me to go over there. But not just to go, to break some records and have my name, you know, end up there. That's exactly how it turned out. But it took a lot of courage and dedication to make it happen. Back in 2016, the first night the 17-year-old Nadine was at the hotel after flying alone to the U.S. to study communication at UNC Greensboro was the moment when she realized her dreams of playing high-level basketball were really coming true. She says, me taking my bag and getting on an airplane, going to the States, I was like, I feel like I'm dreaming, for real. Then the first night at the hotel, I was like, wow, 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 I really have done this. I'm in the States and I'm starting a new phase in my life. Nadine truly shone in the US where she was known as Nadine Soliman. She became UNCG's all-time leading women's basketball scorer with 2,084 points and made such an impact that the school is planning a ceremony to hang her jersey, the same number 35 her dad used to play in, at the court. It's something I'm really proud of, she says simply. After college, she chose not to stay on opting instead to come back home to her childhood team in Egypt to support the game in her country. And she hopes to help talented young athletes follow the same path she did. I had a chance to play overseas, but I wanted to be back and play for my national team. And I wanted to represent my club as well, she says. So just along the way, there's a lot of sacrifice that pushes me to be a better person, you know, to work harder. In the last 10 years with the senior team, we didn't really get to the final four and the African championship. So I want to put my national team back where we are supposed to be. And as well as my club, I want to represent my club in Egypt. Since I got back, that's what motivates me. I just know for a fact that we do have a lot of Egyptian players who are very good, who have a chance to play overseas and in the States. And I really would love to be a part of their journey to be able to take them in the same path as I did. I'm looking into an academy or something and having clinics, maybe getting coaches from Europe and the States. It's going to be a long-term plan. Maybe when I retire from playing basketball, I will have more time to do it. In Cairo, Nadine has already made a huge impact in more ways than one. Not only has she been the league's leading scorer for the past two years, but she's also had an influence in training. Her new teammates used to laugh at some of her pre-game visualization techniques in the locker room, but now they've seen how it helps. They've started working with a mental strength coach too. Visualization has really helped me, she explains. When I get to the court, I sit in the locker room for a little bit, and it might seem funny, but it really helps. I'm a three-point shooter, so I visualize myself like shooting threes, like with the motion, like I'd be sitting, closing my eyes, and I see the ball going inside the rim. Going inside the rim, it has freely worked for me for a long time now. Yeah, first they laughed. Everyone laughed. They were like, how do you just sit in the locker room and just be like throwing nothing? But they didn't really understand that it's a routine. With the 2024 Olympic Games in sight, Nadine also hopes to lead Egypt to Paris, both in traditional basketball and three-on-three. It's in the latter format that she feels their chances might be better and it's a version of the game she's completely at home playing. I've loved playing three-on-three since I was young, she says. I feel super comfortable playing it, and I've played in the World Cup twice. I feel like how I play the game suits it a lot. I'm a leader, and you don't have any person coaching you outside, so it's just the players. You know, it takes a lot of pressure off of your shoulders. You just be having fun on the court. You won't see Nadine shoot blindfolded during the Red Bull half-court world final, but you'll certainly see her having fun. You'll also feel her unconditional love for the game and determination to give everything for Egypt. And you can bet her family will be watching closely from the crowd. This article was taken from redbull.com. For more articles like this one, follow Beyond the Ordinary wherever you get your podcasts.